Bro, isn't it a miracle right now the that fuck we have that? a vaccine for the Kung Flu? It sounded like the Clinton family reunion. <laughs> Holy Lord. Boy, isn't it a miracle at like five days, six days after the election's done, they find the, a vaccine that's got a 90% cure rate? Ain't that some shit? What are you trying to say? Do you think you're trying to say that Trump, uh, Trump was right all along or people were holding it back? I think Trump was right all along and I think that they held this thing out until after the election to make him look bad. If anything, it, wouldn't it make him look good? Because th- he said it was like right around the corner and by the end of the year, like Johnson and Johnson were working on it and then all of a sudden, like here it is. I think yeah, he, anything. 100%. I mean, he was right. He was 100% right. Yeah. But the problem is, is that it seems like, think about it. If I'm testing something on, and pretty much probably testing 24-7 on a mass scale, say if it was a, a week ago, it was a 70%, you know, uh, positivity <laughs> oh. rate. Pause An for 85% Tom, positivity hold, hold rate. on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Can you please pan your camera up? I'm staring at your crotch. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at your crotch. I don't see your face at all. I'm staring right at your crotch. And it got a little awkward after a minute. You've never complained before. I know, but we're doing a podcast, and I got to look at your face so I know when you're talking and stuff. <laughs> I, I apologize for interrupting. Go ahead. It just seems a little uh, suspect that, say if this this president of this company, who's probably getting briefings every hour on the progress that they're yeah. making, yeah. why wouldn't they put out 10 days ago that they have a, a test that would be 80% successful? You know, you don't just in like two days go from it's 1% or 2% successful to 90%. They knew all along where these numbers were looking. And how this projection was going to be. And in my eyes, I believe that they held it out until after the election to make the the uh, numbers look bad. My, or make it look bad for the for the president. Okay, my thing, though, is that they said, what did they say? It was like 90% effective? 90%. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. They're not going to put it out until it's 100%, and that could be months. All it means to me is that... It's almost here. But I don't think we're going to get it until way after the holidays. That's just my that's yeah, just my I, thing. Well, I, I wouldn't take it anyway. You, I, there's no way I would take it. Are you afraid you might get autism? No, I just... To <laughs> me, I, I look at it this way. We've had this now for what? Like eight months? Mm, yeah. February site? It was, uh, no, it was around the beginning of March. Yeah, eight months. And what if they hand it out? Zinc? Uh, Z-packs? That, like, or they told you, you know, just sit at home and don't go by anyone. Right. You know, let it run its course. It's not like, you know, I mean, there are severe cases where people need to be put on a ventilator, things like that. Which, in my eyes, from things that I've heard, the ventilator's done more harm than good. But for something that they have, like, if it was that bad, people would not be getting out of the hospital at all. Like, they'd be in a fucking bubble forever. Like, it's pretty much, you know, sit at home and see how bad it gets. If 
you know, you kind of fight through it, you fight through it. If not, come to the hospital and we'll, you know, do something. It, it just, to me, it does not seem like it's that big of a deal. And I will never get the flu vaccine. So I'm not getting this. I just, I, I don't see the, I don't see the whole, I, I've been saying it since that we started all this stuff. Yeah, you, you sure know, have. I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in any I of the, think, the, the shit with it. So, I, I, I think. Uh, and again, I don't, and I don't want to make it sound like I don't believe that it's something that's out there. It obviously is a virus or whatever you want to call it, but I don't think it's as terrible as it is because it has a 99.8% like, survival rate. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a good um, comparison for you, and <laughs> say, you ever see Blade, the movie Blade with Wesley Snipes? A long, long time. Okay, ago. well, basically, what it was is Wesley Snipes was half vampire, half uh, half human, and he had all the strengths of a vampire, but he had none of the weaknesses, so he could go out in the daytime and stuff. You are the blade of coronavirus because you just, you never, you haven't worn a mask once. Yeah. I, you just, you're like the daywalker. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, my I, job, I'm dealing with people all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, you really are, you just, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but this is, you, your body really, I mean, you've been saying it for years, your body is just like a place where viruses go to die and. Yeah, I'm starting I, to believe I, I it after this. Sick. I, I'm really starting to believe this. I think in the what the 25 years we've been friends, I think I've seen you sick maybe twice, and one of it was last summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I mean, kudos. I mean, hopefully you're you keep going. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll probably have a stroke, a heart attack, cancer, and fucking like a. Yeah, but you don't get sick, so I mean. Yeah. Dug your foot all at once. Yeah, so you're doing something right. God bless you. Nah. You don't need the vaccine. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Damn right. I wouldn't take it anyway. Yeah. But it's 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 also funny that you have uh, this asshole in our state, Cuomo, who's actually pissed off that the virus or that the vaccine is is like pretty much right around the corner. Well, you know why? Is because uh, this is Cuomo's nine eleven. This, like, Giuliani, no one liked Giuliani up until September 11, 2001. Then after September 11th came around, he really kind of was, like, the forefront of everything. Everyone loved him. But let's not forget, from the entire 90s, everyone fucking couldn't stand Giuliani. So... Yeah, because he locked up half of New York City and cleaned the place up. Exactly. So this is... No one gave a rat's ass about Cuomo until March of this year. Now, like, you get, like, oh, he's doing such a good job. He's doing he's doing such a good job. Well, he really didn't. He really fucked over a lot of businesses. He's kind of yeah. he's kind of playing he's it by his rules. Yeah, kinda. Um, and I, I I try I try I try and remain neutral with it because uh, I oh, I think he's a fucking dick. And I I, I kind of understand where he was coming from. Now New York's starting to kind of get a little. I wouldn't say bad because I think it's worse in other places. But the numbers are starting to go up because it's getting colder out and. A lot of people didn't fucking listen, and they went out and they partied and all this, especially with college and school back. And now schools are getting shut down again. Um, and now he's sending out this curfew, which <coughs> coincidentally is coming right before Thanksgiving, where no one's gonna fucking listen to it. Yeah, 
you got the holidays coming up. Force it. Exactly. Like, honestly, if I'm sitting at Christmas dinner and I have 15 people at my house, or excuse me, Thanksgiving dinner, and there's 15 people at my house, and I see a cop car pull up, I'm just not answering the door. Yeah, well, like, like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, kick in my door. Exactly. Like exactly. But yeah, he, uh, communist Cuomo. He sat there and he uh, he put a restriction. I believe it's no more than ten people at a uh, at a Thanksgiving Day dinner, you know, or a gathering, if you will. It's not just specific to Thanksgiving, but at any time you're not allowed to have more than ten people at anything. So there are families out there that have like six kids and yeah. <laughs> 18 grandkids what what like are, are are we supposed to have them sitting out on like the front porch and just crack the window and throw a piece of turkey to them? i'm gonna tell you right now no italian family or greek family is gonna listen to these rules and there's a lot of italians in new york there's not well, look at the, look at the hebes already well that well they they, they never like care <laughs> to like fucking mazel tov and stick it up your ass they Mar- do not care march 31st they had a 10,000 person wedding in in curious yeah. troll <laughs> they don't give a shit they don't fucking care. So I, I don't know where this jerk off thinks he's gonna get any enforcement, and the fact that he, every freaking cop hates his guts probably from all the bullshit he does. They're like, no one's gonna enforce this. But the one thing that he did do that fucked a lot of places, and it's like, I look at it this way: you have restaurants that were just holding on, like they said, sixty percent of restaurants and businesses are going to go under because of this mm-hmm. he threw them a he threw them one of those um one of those like round uh flotating flotation devices that you always see on the side of a boat a life preserver tom yeah a life preserver i was gonna say a lifesaver but <laughs> well that's what you eat yes but this <laughs> asshole he had one he threw it to the businesses and really it was just like a giant bath bomb it just disintegrated because now he's going to close down restaurants and bars by 10 o'clock at night. You fucking asshole. And you know what? I hope I hope a lot of bars sit there and say, fuck you. Because you know what? The most, the biggest, two of the biggest drinking nights, mm-hmm. I'd say two out of the, the top two out of three drinking nights are coming up in the next few weeks. I hope these oh. bars are like, you know what? Fuck you. We're just we're gonna stay open. Wait, what? The, the day before? Do people still do Thanksgiving Eve? Yeah, we're too old. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, I, <laughs> I guess because we're so old, I haven't thought about Thanksgiving Eve in years, and I, I'm like, I always wonder, like, do people still do that anymore? Oh yeah, they absolutely do. Yeah, that's you know you're old when you, <laughs> when you you wonder if that's still going on, and it is. Yeah, I, I work with a lot of young guys, so they, they all tell me that that's the day that they all go and hang out with their college friends. I've always I've always worked Thanksgiving. I think I might have gone to maybe two or three Thanksgiving Eves. And uh, I remember yeah. the, the last one I went to uh, was me, Mr. X, Big Papa, a few others. We just stood around in a circle at a bar, and we're just like, we're too old. <laughs> And we left. We left, and we went back to uh, Mister uh, Mister X's basement, and, and just, you stood and, around in a circle and drank and drank there, and it was a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That was the last Thanksgiving I remember, and that was pr- at least ten years ago. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really. I always, I always forget that's still kind of a thing. 
Yeah. I, I, but you're right. That's coming up. I mean, you're, uh, you're going to crack down on that. And you brought up businesses. Um, you're going to get a whole bunch of more closures coming up because it's going to be way too cold to sit outside. Yeah. And if you only have half mass, half, uh, half, um, a po- half a whatchamacallit inside. Fit, yeah, thank you. Capacity. It's that's not going to keep businesses afloat. No, that's that's barely all. anything. And I saw something funny. Um, I take my daughter to the one Taekwondo place in uh, Warwick here, and in I, it's like in a strip mall. You know, there's like a few businesses in in one building. Right. You know, the Taekwondo studio and a gym or another, and then in the front of the parking lot is a restaurant. Um. So I'll sit out there while I'm waiting for it because it's only like some classes are only like an hour. I'll have a cigar sitting out there by the car and I watch people. And what they did was they built like this tent outside of the business, which you can, and every table's filled mm-hmm. and the tables are relatively close. It's, it's like, you can't eat inside. You have to eat outside, but then on the outside, we're going to build a structure that makes you sit inside. Really? It's like absolutely, it's, it's, it's completely asinine. And like, in a way, I'm kind of happy that this whole uh, election thing is going on because that's like the new thing everyone is fighting about on social media. Oops. Because before it was like the, the mask thing. And it's like, I'm tired of hearing about it. Like, to me, if I don't want to wear a mask, let me be. If you want to wear one, wear one. Like, I think it should just kind of be to that point right now. Like, if you haven't gotten it yet and it's been eight months... You are like the all-star fucking hide-and-go-seek player from this virus. If you haven't worn a mask. If you haven't gotten it yet. That's good. Yeah, I think, in all honesty, I think a lot of people are exposed to it and never got it or never showed signs for it. I think there's no way that you could have avoided it at this point. Mm -hmm. There's, like, no way. It's, um... Well, that's the thing, though, is that a lot of people who didn't have it are now starting to get it because they're getting exposed to it. You, I mean, people were pretty much hidden from March until June, and then yet some yet time, so there wasn't really, everyone was kind of, no one really did too much in the summer. Um, but now you're going back to school, people are going back to work, you're going back to college and whatnot. You're going out to eat more, you're, doing, you're, you're taking more chances, you're going to parties and all that other shit. So now all these people who weren't exposed are now getting exposed to it. And that's and, where this new like, rise is coming dying. from. Like, the, the, like... that, that's, that is true. I mean, I, I mean, I hate that. This sounds so wrong, but uh, it pretty much took out... I mean, anyone who's going to die from it, I think is, you know, that's it. They, they got it and that's it. They kind of weeded people out almost. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at it this way. I can stand where I work. If I was to stand outside of that building, pretty much, like, there's five big businesses that are right in that area, right where you could see. And out of those five businesses, none of them have fucking automatic doors, so everyone is touching the handle. You're touching it on the way in. You're touching it on the way out. You're, you're, you're handing cash over. You're, like, there's just no way to avoid this. And it, like, at what point are we find like, oh, we had one case of it. Oh, there was a guy in fucking Wichita, Kansas, who died of it. We got to shut the country down again because you know mm-hmm. it could be an up. To, like, at what point? And 
this is what kind of pissed me off, you know. It was flatten the curve, flatten the curve. We flattened it. Okay, it reared again, but at what point, like, when is it going to, like, are we just going to sit there and ride a fucking wave forever until this is... Yeah, honestly, like, probably for at least another year, I'm going to tell you why. Because the vaccine's going to come out, and you're going to get half the people in this country who aren't going to go get it. Oh, yeah. And I think it's more than that. I think they did a poll, and I think there's more than that. Because it's risky. Get it. It's risk. It's risky. You don't get the first thing that comes on the market. Fuck you know? No. You don't, because it, it, it's... I don't even know if I'll go get it because say I get like bad side effects. Yeah. Say I get really sick. I mean, people who take get the flu shot sometimes they get the flu afterwards. Oh my! My wife's, um, my mother-in-law worked with a woman who got the flu shot and like got paralyzed. Really? Yeah, like it fucked her up. Like she had to learn how to like feed herself again and walk and all this shit. shit. It like fucked her up. Wow. So you think I'm gonna get something? Fuck that. Yeah. Because that'll be me. Like, I'll be, like, I never get sick, anything like that. I'm going to be the asshole to get the vaccine, and then, like, I'm going to grow, like, a third fucking arm. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Like, I ain't getting this shit. <laughs> Fuck that. If you, if you got a third arm, what would you do? You would just have it hold your balls the entire time? Yeah, pretty much I would just leave it down my pants. <laughs> that's what, that's what I, would, I would put it in the back of me. That way I scratch my ass whenever I want to. Yeah, it would... <laughs> Like, if you could place it, I w- like, I would almost probably place it, like, on my back to s- be able to scratch my back. That's where I, I think that's what I would do with mine, too, because that way I can, like, reach for stuff behind me without turning around. I, w- I would just become the ultimate lazy bastard <laughs> if that happened. Or, you know? like, or, like, say if you were, like, Barf from Spaceballs and you had the tail. Right. I would just use that to scratch my back. Or scratch your ass. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, that, that would be it. When you think about it, it really wouldn't be that bad of a, a, a thing. No, well, maybe you should go get the vaccine and let's see what happens. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I could have one one hand to hold the beer, one hand to hold the cigar, and the other hand to, like, you know, hold, hold my cell phone or the remote. <laughs> it really would be versatile in uh, the bigger scheme of things. I could use an extra hand. Yeah. It's actually not that bad now that you mention it. It's not that bad. No. Uh, well, Oregon might have that soon because they're legalizing everything. <laughs> Heroin is now legal in Oregon. <laughs> Heroin, meth, crack. I mean, well, they're not legal, legal, but <clears throat> it's uh, it's working it's, its way. Criminalized. Pretty much. I mean, so basically, you can use, but I think it's still illegal to sell, isn't it? That's what like I, distribution. I didn't read too much up on how the how they're going to. Um, deal with that end of it but essentially what would happen is if you are caught with any type of drug mm-hmm. obviously more than just like personal use right is it's a hundred dollar fine or i believe it's 45 days in a like rehab program so you it's either one or the other is it both or is it one or the other because i'll pay the hundred bucks the other. i'll just pay the hundred bucks but you're a, if you're a heroin addict or a meth addict you're not Paying fines, you're buying drugs. Like, yeah, I guess that's, that's true. That's where this, like, at this point, why even have it? Just you know what? Let them fucking do it. it and you know what? Shame on Oregon, because, and you're gonna have people that are that are pro um, drugs, and they're gonna say, well, this is this is good because we're you know we're criminalizing it, we're putting people in jail. I look at it the opposite. It's almost <laughs> like the state saying, hey, you know what? Take a chance with your life. If you die, you die. Like, mm-hmm. if you overdose, it, like, 
and I, I don't think that people are seeing that aspect of it. I think they're just looking at it like, wow, Oregon's very uh, progressive. And I just look at it like, well, they just don't really care if people fucking dive in over. But this is my this is my take on that. What the fuck are they doing in Oregon? Like, I, I, I could see that kind of passing in New York City where there's way more shit for, for like, the police to do. There's nothing going on in Oregon. <laughs> like yeah, they, Oregon's huge in the, like, meth is huge But that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. There's nothing, there's no, like, uh, I mean, it's a boring, Oregon is pretty much a boring state. Like, you, you would think they would want stuff to do, the police, like... We gotta arrest drugs because there's nothing else going on here. There's no, like, unsolved murders or uh, other crap. I mean, you, you can either go see the trailblazers <laughs> exactly. or, you, or you fucking chop down a tree. Exactly. That's like your... There's really nothing going on. Portland is yeah. just, you know, it's 20 years behind the rest of the country. and. <laughs> I mean, it, it, for if you're, I guess, maybe a, an outdoorsy guy where you like going hiking and shit, it's, it's probably very nice for you. Oh yeah, but, that Pacific Northwest or whatever, right? That's yeah. But I, I don't know if I could deal with all just the the gloomy weather. Um, Portland is is a very weird place. You know, they want to keep Portland weird. Um, a very big food truck scene, though. Really? Yeah, huge food truck scene there. Well, I guess when you go on math, you gotta get some snacks. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially with weeds legal there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why food trucks. I was gonna say they. I mean, it was it was legal there for a while now, and now this just added right to it. So, I, I just I, I look at it and I, I just shake my head like it's almost like you're inviting people to come there to get high, and if they die, it's like oh well. Well, that's what's going to be. Now you're going to get a whole bunch of people going from California or Seattle, where there's a lot of heroin in Seattle, and oh, yeah. they're going to fucking buy shit in Oregon now, right across the border. Or not the border, the state line, sorry. Well, that's kind of what happened also in Jersey, because <laughs> during the election thing, I guess they passed legal weed. They sure did. And one of our friends is super excited. He is ecstatic. We won't mention names. <laughs> But he's listening. Actually, no, I don't think he listens anymore. <laughs> yeah, we probably offended him. <laughs> I don't think he gets that offended. But, um, yeah, they, they legalized it there. And, again, I mean... Let's just be honest. We, uh, we eventually, within the next ten years, is just going to be legal everywhere. That's yes. This is how it I starts. This that. is what... This is what I hate. I don't want to compare. I'm just comparing it for the lack of a better comparison. But this is kind of how gay marriage started. Like it started getting legalized in states, 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 and all of a sudden, across the country, that's it, legalized everywhere. Newports was one of the first places to do it, of course. Gay marriages. Yeah. I, okay. I, I know. Um, uh. I think like Massachusetts kind of was one of the first, or maybe I could be wrong. Cal- California was definitely one. Of, I think they were the first. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, it that's kind of how it started. It eventually, it just became, I think like forty five out of fifty states legalized, and then eventually it just kind of became legal everywhere. And that's gonna, that's gonna ha- it might even happen in 
the next four years, you're going to see everywhere legalize it. Because no one gives a shit about weed anymore. It's everywhere. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it is what it is. But now you're going to you're gonna tax it. So now all these people who want it legalized are going to wish it's not going to le- it's They're going to wish that it was illegal again because they're going to be paying out the ass for weed. Listen, I mean, we, we, I have no problem with it. To me, I think the one thing that we would just have to do is, um, and it, I've seen it weird with, uh, with drinking. It seems like back in the eighties, drinking was like, if you were caught drinking and driving, it was like super bad. Like you like lost your house, you know, like cause you, you'd get fired. Your wife would leave you. Like the dog wouldn't fucking come over to get pet anymore. They just like. If you got a Dwight back then, it was bad. And then it seemed to, like, kind of not be bad anymore. Like, businesses were, they were all right with um, hiring people with it. And all this stuff happened. And then there was, it was actually a case, I think, in Long Island where there was a wedding party. Oh, yeah. And, like, a little girl got decapitated. And yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. The, the limo. Yeah, the there was limo. The, the limo of the bridal and party. When, like, DWI kind of got back into the the mm-hmm. forefront of like, hey, this is bad, and I I kind of hope that they if you know what legalize weed, I have no problem with it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Legalize it, but to have the have harsh penalties for if you're caught operating high and and driving. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean that's that's what it is. they're going to treat it like alcohol. Yeah, you could buy it. Yeah, you can use it. But if you're if you're fucking under the influence while driving, you're going to probably go to jail for the night. Um, they've already said at my job, um, back when it was kind of, this is maybe like a year ago, they already said, like, even if it's legal, like, you can't, you still can't smoke or in- ingest it in any way. Like, you know, I work at a place where, not where I am right now, but in other departments where I work, it, like, you get drug tested, especially if you're driving a vehicle or handing, handling machinery, like, you get randomized drug testing. So it's you still really can't do it. I mean, drinking's... It's the same thing with drinking. Like, you can't really come to work drunk. <laughs> but, uh... It, it's, um... At least beer's out of your system in a day. Like, this... If you smoke it, depending on how much you smoke, it's it could be with you for months. Um... Yeah, but, the, I mean, the effects aren't there. To me, I... Doesn't I think matter. I think, you know, if it's legal, I don't think, uh... Like... In my eyes, I don't think a company should have the right to do that, to say you can't do something. Because that'd be like right now, if you work for a company and they say to you, hey, you can't smoke cigars anymore. Ooh, I, don't, I wouldn't like that. You know? Yeah. Hey, you can't wear, you know, it's legal. Hey, you can't wear fucking white socks anymore. I don't know how they'll go about it. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Well, now, new. I mean, there's, a, there's people who... Work for my company. I live in Jersey. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how this is handled. I think if there's a, if they find a lot of it in your system, maybe uh, they'll send you. I don't know what they'll do, but like it'll be interesting to see how that's uh, how they handle all this and how much it would take for you to kind of either get fired or go to rehab or whatever. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, you're doing this in the privacy of your own home. To me, you you know. What, like, I mean, think about this. They tell, if it's legal where you live, and 
you know, you, you, you use it, you can be fired. But back when, you know, there was, um, gay, you know, gay people that were closeted that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was say illegal back then to have that or interracial marriages, like things like this, or, you know, relationships, people weren't getting fired for this and that wasn't legal, but they were still doing it and they still had a job. This is legal. How can you tell me I can't do it? Yeah, I don't know. That's right now. Who knows what the future will be? Like, they might lessen it or they might not care anymore. Again, it's it's really if you're kind of just, like, handling machinery, I could see why they would kind of not want you to do that. But it's almost the same thing as drinking the night before and getting hammered and coming to work really hungover and you crash a fork truck and it's into somebody, you know? Yeah, and I mean, essentially most, especially if you're a union job, I mean... They, they're not going to fire you the first time. So, I mean, essentially, you no, can they try don't. it once and, you know. They don't. At least you have, like, a like a get-out-of-jail-free card with it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned this story, but I worked with somebody who, <laughs> um, this is years ago, they came to the department and uh, they knew they had to take a drug test, so they had piss on them. They had it taped to the leg and it was like a war, it warmed the pee. I don't know. I don't know how they find this stuff. I really, I, I'm just so naive. I, I, don't, I really c- couldn't tell you. But what happened was they That's went my side hustle, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they went downtown and they put the warm pee into the thing, but it wasn't enough. So they got sent back in the bathroom to pee, and this person got busted. And they didn't come back for a few months, and they and they basically, this person said like, oh, they uh, they had to go to like outpatient rehab. So they had to yeah. do like meetings and stuff, but it was for like a few. It was they were gone for like two months. Um, and you know what? Like I could see if it was for a a heavy drug, if you will, like coke. You know, you, you have a crack addiction. Like if I ever had to go to outpatient weed therapy, I'd be like, yeah, I I like Elio's pizza and Doritos. Like I, I, I'm. What a, do you, you know, like? What do you say? Like I I yeah, I had a joint. My name's Tom, <laughs> and I'm a weed smoker. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it'd be, but that's that's what it is. Like, if it's like, again, like, see, like, like oh, yeah, I, I had a joint and they made me go to rehab. Yeah. I would feel like the biggest pussy. I there. would. Meanwhile, there's some I'd guy with like, a fucking well, heroin I'd needle hanging like, out of his arm. I'd be like, I'm Tom. I got a really bad crack addiction. Like, never done weed, though. Like, weed's for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would really try to, like, because you know, if you go outside, like, and there's, like, some guy in there that's, like, gotten a neck tattoo and done time and shit he's gonna be like look at this pussy and beat me up and take my fucking <laughs> take my weed money <laughs> i mean really Ugh. well yeah so i i just i i find that all ridiculous yeah it's it is it is fucking silly but, but yeah i mean again oregon with you know it, it's just gonna turn into a a big problem there you're gonna have a ton of people dying and it seems like they condone it oh I can't see that being something that's uh, eventually makes its way this way. I really can't, especially in Manhattan, where yeah. it's, it's. I mean, it's bad. It's. I mean, it's bad everywhere, but in big cities like Manhattan or LA, I can't. I can't see any like California, New York passing something like that. That'd be. That'd be insane. That'd no, be insane. <clears throat> well, uh, all right. Well, let's um, let's take a walk. You want to go to the cemetery yes. for a little bit? 
Yeah, we've had a we've had a, a few uh, interesting weeks. Yes. Uh, n- from what I've heard, none of these are COVID related. <laughs> none of them got the kung flu. They did not. <clears throat> but uh, we had we had three, uh, well, two big deaths, and then if you were a uh, a fan of wrestling, you may know the third. Right. Uh, I guess maybe the first one we should talk about, and he, this would have been one of the oldest ones, like time-wise. It happened that long ago. Yeah. Um, and that was 007 himself, Sean Connery. Yeah. The, he's, passed away on Halloween. He's now he's the original 007 in cinema, right? Yes. Right. So I mean, he's pretty much the one. Um, you talk about like you're, you're the best Bonds. He's arguably the best one. Yes. Arguably, I say that because everyone has their favorites. Uh, I'm not a big. I'm not a big. It's, it's, jo- a, it's usually a fight between him and uh, someone who predeceased him. So that, you know, um, with what's his name Roger Moore. So it just it. We're starting to lose our older bonds right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's funny because. Um. Connery hasn't been around in the spotlight in almost 20 years. Yeah, I believe his last movie was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, it was. Which was it, That seemed like it came out so long ago. Yeah. And it's it's kind of sad that he went out with that movie, because that movie stunk. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't good, no. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, but he I mean, retired from acting, right? I mean, it's it's amazing that he was able to step away. I mean, because he wasn't that old. He was probably when how old was he when he died? Ninety. Oh, okay. So he was like seventy. So I guess that is a little up there. But there's people who are in, like in their eighties who are still kind of. I mean, he had at least, and I would say he had another ten years left in him in, in terms of acting. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because you. You think of him, and you're like, you know, he was older, and in, in this one particular movie, and he played the father in it, and he played Indiana Jones's father, mm-hmm. and he was only like, I think, six years older than Harrison Ford. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's weird that you would think, because I mean, I guess maybe with the uh, the gray hair and everything else, the beard and you know, his voice made it seem like he was a lot older than what he was. Right. Oh, excuse me, 12 years older. Okay, I mean, still, I mean, that's Ford. still pretty damn young. Which, you know, if he was James Bond, he could pop out a kid. Because that, that James Bond was a ladies' man. Oh, I'm sure he was. But, um, up until then, he pretty, I mean... Between Finding Forrester, which was in 2000, to, and then League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen came out in 2003. So he kind of had a little of a, bit of a break there. He did a voice role in 2012 for Sir Billy. I've never even heard of this. I'm guessing it's a cartoon. Um, but before then, like, every year he had at least two movies, one or two movies coming out. Um, oh, yeah. The Rock, The Avengers, Entrapment. Entra- I forgot about Entrapment. That's a good movie. Um, Dragon Heart, which is another good movie. He played the uh, the dragon. Um, yes. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He was King Richard. Uh-huh. High, he was in the Highlander movies, which are the first one was excellent. I don't know if you ever seen Highlander. 
Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. Uh, but amazing actor, Hunt for Red October. Um, and he just kind of stepped away. And I don't know why. I mean, I'm going to assume he just probably either had it or I don't know what what happened there. I mean, in a way, he. I mean, it's not like he needed money. No. I mean, probably just the royalties off of all these movies mm-hmm. from them airing them on TV could have made sure he had a great lifestyle. And he went and he, I, I, he, he died in the Bahamas. I don't know if he was living there, but, like, that's what I would do. Like, if you have that much money, I would just go, like, buy or rent a small island and just be like, this is where I'm going to just hang out and just, you know. Yeah. Count the waves. That's probably what he did. He just probably retired. <laughs> he probably had property there. Well, the money he did. And he probably just uh, said, I'm just going to live here forever, and that's it. It said that he did have dementia in his final years. All right. Maybe he kind of, maybe since it was coming on and decided to kind of step away. So. Hmm. But yeah, he, that, that was a big one to me, and... It, it's very weird that he got parodied, parodied, par- parodied. Parodied. Yeah, you got it right. I got it right on SNL. Yes. Where he would make fun of the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. He was. Uh, it was by. Um, oh, who played him? Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. And this is the funny part. A few days before that. I was watching a whole bunch of them on YouTube. I just kind of, yeah, I just, I, I don't know why. For some reason, I was just thinking about Sean Connery. And I remember, I'm like, let me go watch some of those. And some of them were really fucking funny. And then you had uh, Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds. Yes. Um, and they were just so funny. And then he, a couple days later, Sean Connery died. And then a week later, Alex Trebek died of cancer. Yes. Um, so it was just kind of weird that I was watching it and all of a sudden the two people who like really kind of made those skits passed away. Who, who, yeah. uh, who, who the parodies, you know, helped them be funny. But, uh, yeah, very weird. Alex Trebek was sad because it, I think he, it looked like he beat it. He went into remission and then it came back. Yeah. And I mean, I think it was pancreatic cancer. Yeah. That's a bad one too. And- that's that's one that you don't you know. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's like the opposite of the kung flu. Like you get it, you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he uh, he. I didn't realize he was that old either. He was eighty years old. He didn't look it. At all. He didn't. Look, I mean, I don't that know if maybe he had maple some maple syrup going through his blood. <laughs> I don't know if he had any work done, but I mean, he could have passed for sixty-five. Easy. Yeah, I mean, he did not look old at all. So when I, you're right, he was older. I was like, holy shit. The the. And big... I think what even made him look younger was when he shaved off the mustache. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But it didn't. It didn't. He, he didn't look like... right. He didn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Um. It really kind of begs the question now: Is that like, where does Jeopardy go from here? They're, they're gonna. Jeopardy's a big TV show. They're not gonna just have it off the air forever um but if i was them i'd take it off for at least a year because who the hell can you who, who can fill those shoes man in all honesty and i, I heard a, a few rumors about this 
Um, that one guy, uh, Jennings. Yeah, I heard that. They they talked about that a while ago. That if if um, Trebek wanted to step down, he would kind of take the place. But that dude has no fucking personality. But you know what though, Trebek didn't neither that much. Yeah, but he was witty. He had that. He had that dry delivery. Exactly. And like that. You know, it would be like, "What is Cattleman's?" Like, you know, he would. He mm-hmm. would kind of make you feel dumb. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're smart, especially like this the way this guy Jennings is, he's gonna make you feel dumb. So. I, yeah, but he doesn't. There was something that drew you to Alex Trebek, and I can't really explain why. Like, it, it just kind of. He was like a dad. Like a very yeah. smart dad. Yeah, he was He was like that dad that, that just sat in his uh, lounge and smoked a pipe and read War and Peace. Yeah. You know, or the, or Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> he was that kind of guy. You could almost say that, though, that you have someone like Bob Barker who was, you know, the grandfather, the elderly guy. He, You know, he was funny, but it was more like zippy one-liners and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then you have someone like drew carey who is known as a comedian Mm -hmm. took over and you know it was it was a flawless transition in my eyes yeah and he does a good job um i've watched it from time to time my dad my dad loves prices right and now that he's retired it's he just watches that every day but um he yeah he does a good job it just it's different because Barker st- like stepped down, you know. Um, whereas this is some he died. Like, he was working up until like he got really sick, and I think they taped a whole bunch of episodes, and then now you got to replace someone who's dead. And that I think that's a little more of a harder pill to swallow for a lot of people. Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? So I don't. I'm curious. They definitely should take a break, which I'm gonna imagine they do, because they really gotta find somebody that's gonna take over, and that could take a while. But uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who takes that spot, because there's only been one host of Jeopardy, and now it's gonna be somebody else going forward. And will it be as successful? Will it will it crash and burn? Will they replace them a couple more times? It, it's uh. It's too bad that it, it kind of happened. I mean, it was going to happen eventually, obviously. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, in a way, it, I think that they should have maybe had a few guest spots in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I'm sure he understood his mortality, too. And this is where I wonder, like, was he, and I, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but was he maybe a little too arrogant about it, where it's like, no, I'm going to do this? Um, I don't want to make it sound like he was being arrogant, but maybe he was just being very positive about it. That could be You know, it, I'm going to beat this, yada, yada, yada. But again, he's also 80 years old. Like, mm-hmm. how long would he keep doing this Exactly. For? Yeah, I could see both sides of that. I think you're right in the terms of maybe he could have been, like, that's my spot. Like, I don't want anyone else. No one else is going to take this over. This is my job. That's my thing. I, I, I want to keep doing this until I can't do it anymore. Um, but it could be like on the other, on the flip side, like I'm gonna you know like I I'm well enough to work. I want to be here, and 
I'm gonna keep doing this until I can't. You know what I mean? Like it could be one or the other. So I just I think it'll be interesting to see who they're gonna they're gonna throw in there. Yeah, and whoever I mean whoever is in there is gonna be really. I feel bad for that person because they're gonna be compared to Trebek left and right for the beginning, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road at first until they find some sort of groove, which could take a while. But you know what you're not getting either? Like, you're not getting um, game show hosts anymore. You're getting comedians that are taking over doing Well, that's it. what you got to avoid. You're, you're not finding a Pat Sajak. You're not finding, uh, you know, an Alex Trebek anymore, where no. this is all they did. It's, I was a comedian. I had a TV show. Uh, I need... You know, my TV show got canceled, and like three years later, it's like oh, I'm gonna host a game show. That's 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 pretty much the formula. I mean, look, I mean, you're, if you think about the last twenty years, anyone who any new game show that's come out, it's nine times out of ten, it's been a comedian. Yeah. I mean, look or an at actor. yeah, Deal or No Deal had Howie Mandel, and uh, there's been a, there's been count. Well, had Chris Hartwick. Yeah, there's been so many. Chris Hartwick's a comedian. Really? Yeah, I think that's how he started before, like he was on Singled Out. That's how I always remember him as the guy from Sing- the guy from Singled Out. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who got to stare at those big boobs all day, but never got to touch. Oh man, I used to watch that show religiously. Oh yeah. That and then after she left, it was Carmen Electra for a little bit. Yeah, but she she it, she way have... better with Jenny McCarthy. Oh, of course, of course, of course. That's like replacing Vanna White. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know if you want to take this one. Yeah, why not? A more um, so, a lot of, you might, if unless you really follow wrestling, you're not going to know this guy. So if you want to skip ahead, go ahead. Um, Tracy Smothers passed away. Mm-hmm. He also had cancer. He got diagnosed a year ago, I believe, and uh, kind of went downhill. Um, I forget what kind of cancer. Let me look it up right now. He lymphoma. Uh, lymphoma, yeah, which is another. That's a bad one too. Um, <clears throat> Tracy Smothers was uh, he was really one of the terror like a territory guy. Um, mm-hmm. He wrestled in WWF as uh, Freddie Joe Floyd in like the mid nineties. Uh, he was really well known in ECW, where he was one of the uh, full-blooded Italians, which was funny because he's not Italian whatsoever. Not at all. When we've yeah. we've seen them wrestle many times yeah, in the many Civic times. Center. The one thing I found interesting, oh, and he also wrestled a bear at one point really? in his career. Yeah, um, wasn't the bear at the cabin, but it was a, a bigger bear. <laughs> okay. Um, not a John Candy big bear. No, I don't think so. I, I I don't know what kind of bear. I never really kind of looked it up, but it, it was a bear. He wrestled a bear at one point. But um, the one thing I found interesting is that a lot of people said, like, what a great, nice guy he is. Like, he really kind of took, uh, like, a new guy under his wing and kind of, like, taught him the rope, so to speak. Uh, but I have a story where he wasn't so nice. <laughs> um, okay. And you were there. We, right. we just mentioned before we went to, you know, we'd see them up in Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. And we were at a show. This is probably, I want to say, 99, 2000-ish, somewhere around that. 
And you remember on, there was the stage. Yes. Okay, and we were sitting over by the stage kind of thing. And Tracy Smothers was sitting there with a few other ECW guys just watching the show. And Mr. Right by the curtain. Yes. So Mr. X. The curtain was closed. Yeah, Mr. X went up to him to get like an autograph and he and he told Mr. X to fuck off. Yes. <laughs> do you, you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, so er, so ever since then, every time I saw Tracy Smothers, I'm like, man, this guy's kind of he, like he's a dick. <laughs> but apparently oh, he, yeah. I guess if like you were a wrestler, he wasn't, which I guess is kind of good. But he told my friend to go fuck himself, so I don't know how to kind of, I don't know how to feel about that. But I don't know, maybe it was just a bad day. Um, yeah, so he uh, he passed away uh, this past week. Um, there's not really much to kind of to really say about him because I didn't really follow his career. He was tra- he was trained by uh, Sweet Stan Lane, who was part of the. Uh, min- um, Oh my god, I can't think of the fucking... Uh, Cornette's Boys. The Midnight... Uh, Midnight Express. Midnight Express, thank you. And uh, Steve Kieran, who was also known as... Um, I am... Wow, I'm brain farting left and right tonight. Uh, Skinner. He was Skinner. Skinner, yes. Yeah. Um, he debuted in 1982, and he retired last year, obviously because he had lymphoma. Um, so he had a decent career. He was in the CWA in the 80s. Um, where he wrestled uh, Eddie Gilbert and Danny Davis. Uh, he was part of the UWF, which was um, what Mid-South Wrestling turned into before um, the NWA bought them out and kind of created WCW because of it. Um, New Japan, USWA, which was Jerry Lawler's territory. Uh, he was in WCW for a little while. So he's kind of been all over the place. He really had a... He was in Smoky Mountain, uh, Jim Cornette's wrestling organization. So he has quite a resume. He's been around a long time. Um, And he's just some guy that, when he died, a lot of wrestlers kind of were really sad about it. And he was, I guess, apparently really well-liked. So... So yeah, if I was you're actually not... looking up the Midnight Express, and I didn't realize how many former members are. Actually yeah, there's like part there's like that. there's four or five. I think the the main one was Dennis and Bobby, Bobby Eaton yeah, and uh, Dennis Bobby. Landry. They're like I think they were the the original, but they were like the more famous of the of the of all the incarnations. But there's been a bunch of them. Yeah. 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 They had the new Midnight Express. Then there was the original, which were those. But yeah, there was. There was a ton. There was a lot. At one point in WCW in the early 90s, they had, I guess the original four members were all in there at the same time, so there were two Midnight Expresses. And, really? Yeah, and they were going to have a blow-off where the four of them were supposed to like fight, or like the, the two tag teams were going to fight each other, and something happened, and it, it just, I guess, like some backstage shit, and one guy got fired... Another guy left, and they just end, ended up not doing it. It kind of fell apart. Yeah, it's interesting. But if you're not familiar with Tracy Smothers and you're a fan of wrestling and you really kind of want to um, kind of, I guess, like see what he's all about, go on YouTube. There's a bunch of matches of him, and you can kind of see. Uh, he wasn't the greatest wrestler, but he, uh, I mean, he had a long, pretty long career, so that's say something.
All right, well, let's go to a very special part of the cemetery, and this is where sodas go to die. Yes. I guess a little bit are, are spilled out for our uh, for our departed homies here. That's right, and uh, Tab Soda is no more. Yes, and I love Tab Soda. Do you? I, I, where I used to work, um, we would go to this one, we would go to this one uh, pizza place, and they have great pizza there. And what I would do is I would get a, I, I invented this. It's all from me. Mm-hmm. You would get okay. a cheesesteak with mushrooms and onions. Ugh. You would get an Italian combo with extra oil and vinegar, no mayo. You would get someone to eat it with, and each of you would eat a half of it. So you would get, I usually would always say, start with the hot half hurt first, the Philly cheesesteak. Finish off with the cool Italian combo afterwards. So essentially you're eating one sandwich, two different styles, and what you would wash it down with is a delicious tap. Who the fuck did you do that this is... with? What's that? Who the hell do you do this with? Your co-workers? Yeah, all my co-workers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we, we would call it a double. <laughs> okay. And it was just it was just delicious. But the key part of it was that tab. Why? Because <laughs> it's just, it was so refreshing. Now, you know that Tab was a, a diet, it's a diet soda. Yes. So did that make you kind of feel good after having all those calories shoved down your throat beforehand? No, I still felt like shit afterwards, <laughs> but I was very no, happy. I don't mean oh. physically, I meant like, alright, well I'm eating this big fucking sandwich, two different sandwiches, but uh, you know, I'm not going to have a diet soda. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like having a salad, but eating a fucking rack of ribs. Right. Uh, Tab was introduced by the Coca-Cola Company in 1963. It was their first diet drink. Um, And there's been different ones. There's been fruit-flavored, root beer, ginger ale. um, And then there was caffeine-free and clear variations released in the 80s and early 90s. And it's weird because it is... I'm assuming it's a cola. Yeah, well, of course. But when you you read it, it's... Or when you drink it, it's not... It doesn't... To me, it doesn't have that cola-y taste. It definitely is like... It's it's very unique, I think. Like how... Like, to me... What is Dr. Pepper? It's like a cinnamony kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you would describe Dr. Pepper. I kind of feel that tab is the same way. It It's a distant cousin of cola, but to me it doesn't taste like cola. I don't know. I've, I've had it once or twice. I never liked tab. I never really... I've, I've tried it. It just wasn't for me. Oh, see, I loved it. Yeah, of course you did. You like all weird shit. Like eating a cheesesteak and an Italian combo in one sitting. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't, don't knock it until you try it. Yeah, it sounds like I'll fucking shit my pants afterwards. <laughs> and who, wait, do it with a smile who puts, who puts, wait, you put mayo on an Italian combo? Yeah, some places do it, and... Who does that? I, it, I, to me, it's sacrilege. No, yeah, you don't, uh, Italian combo has oil and vinegar on it. Extra oil and vinegar. Or for you, yeah, but for for the most part, it, like, 
That's not an Italian combo, then. That's just, like, some monstrosity, some asshole deli put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, the fat I've, Italian combo. I've gotten it, and, like, I, I can't eat it. Like, it, like, turns my stomach. That's, I don't know what deli you're going to where they put mayo on an Italian combo, but that's not a, that's not an Italian deli. That's for damn sure. No. And I know people that do it mayo and oil and vinegar, and that, to me, is just, I'm like, whoa. Great Italian... I'm sorry. That would turn my stomach right away. The, the deli in Florida, New York, across from um, Central Deli. Is that that is that the one across from um, the gas station? Quick, yeah, quick check. They yep. make awesome Italian combos. Yes. Oh, you've had one there? Of course, I have. Okay, I'm just, I didn't know, but they make great Italian combos. I I so if you're in that area, anyone listening, I suggest stop and get an Italian combo from them because they make it really good. They, uh, see, I've had their Italian combos, but my favorite thing on their menu is their, uh, Bobo's. Okay. Their, their potatoes, their, you know, home fries, breakfast potatoes, whatever you want to call it, are outstanding. Maybe my favorite ones ever. Interesting. Okay. Well, try that. Yeah, my. (laughs) Try that too. What's that? You could do the Tom special and get half and half. Get half and half exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I I will admit that my uh, th- they're probably up in my in my top five favorite Italian combos. But my favorite is Calandria's, what I previously talked about. Mm-hmm. That's usually where I get my uh, the football sub every year from. Right. So that's a Calandria's one, and then down in Atlantic City at White House Subs, that is my second favorite. Okay. And theirs are just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and there's actually a video of me eating that in one of their huge sandwiches in under 10 minutes. Yeah, we've we've watched it. Yes. You can watch Tom but sweat they, if you want to send the link out. <laughs> yeah. But that, those are those are those are the I kind of consider myself a connoisseur on uh, Italian combos and they are way up there. Nice. So, Very nice. But uh yeah, tap soda. That one hurt a little. Um, I'm sure that it's probably still at the grocery store because I don't see it as being a very hot seller. So no. And I've kind of made it my uh, personal mission not to go to the store because I don't like getting harassed for not wearing a mask. But I may have to swing in there and maybe pick up a few of the remaining cases just so I can have it for extended time. <sighs> Well, from Again, the, I am a big tap fan. From the death of a soda to the death of a career, pretty much. Oh, Let's yeah. talk about your boy, Le'Veon. He ain't my boy. Oh, he's your boy. <laughs> he was your boy. I mean, yeah. you talk well, about... <laughs> it, it, we, should... we kicked that red-headed stepchild to the curb yeah. and he went to the, the hapless Jets. <laughs> well, he, even the Jets were too good for him. Cause they, yeah. they, uh, they, they cut him, didn't they? Or they, they released him. And he went to the Chiefs where he doesn't even fucking play. Uh, let this yeah. be a lesson. Don't fucking take a year off because you're not making enough fucking money. Or so you think. Because now look at your yeah. career. Yeah. His career is gone. He paid millions to play a fucking game. Go out there, take the fucking ball, and run. Yeah. Well, he decided to go jet skiing in, in the Bahamas <laughs> for all of 2018 season. And now he's, uh, yeah, well, now he's back up to the Chiefs. 
two running backs. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that the two malcontents that were on the Steelers both ended up playing like no time. What, what did, uh, what's the name played one game? Brown. Antonio Brown played one game with the, uh, with the Patriots and Le'Veon played sporadically in what, like five games since, or maybe a little bit more. He was on the Jets last year, but mm-hmm. put up shit numbers. And now this year, the Steelers are eight and out, laughing all the way to the fucking. They're still unde- they're still undefeated. They are still undefeated. Have you watched the game yet? I have not watched a minute of football. <laughs> yeah, you have. I've had it on yeah, okay. at there work, and I just do not pay attention to it. Why wouldn't I mean the Steelers are having a great season? Why why wouldn't you watch now? Because they're a bunch of fucking scumbags. Are they the only team left that's undefeated? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't. I don't think anyone else is. That's pretty amazing, actually. Um, Yeah, give it to them. They kind of know. They kind of know when to part ways with people. Antonio Holmes. uh, What's his name? I'm going to challenge that one because he was doing pretty well until he shot his fucking leg like a dope. Yes. So, but he, uh, but prior to that, he was doing pretty decently. I would say he won. I mean, he won a championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he did score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So he had a, he was doing pretty damn well with the Giants, and but he just fucked it all up. And then after that, his career yeah. sunk. But yeah, Le'Veon, Antonio. I mean. These problem childs, they, they kind of just kick him to the curb and they go elsewhere and they just aren't the same. Antonio, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is one thing, but Brown's been a fucking head case since. I mean, oh, yeah. who could forget the drama from last year? Every week there's something happening with that guy. Now no one talks 100%. about him. <laughs> Which is sad because you always kind of want to... Everyone loves like a good comeback story. Especially with something like that, where like he was such a problem and no one wanted him, and you kind of partly want to see him like have a good season and kind of like come back and be like, you know, like I fucked up, but now I'm doing better and he's and he's doing pretty good. But is and maybe that'll still happen for both of these guys, but I don't know. I'm not really seeing it. Yeah. No. I mean. You went to a championship team, you have a great offensive line, and you can't run the way you used to. And when he was on the Jets, he definitely couldn't do it. I mean, I can remember watching him. He would get the handoff with the Steelers and, like, stop. He would read a book. He would make a cappuccino. Mm-hmm. He would then, like, run through the line and get 20 yards. With the with the Jets, it was get the ball and run as fast as you can because you're going to get hit within a second mm-hmm. and now he ain't even getting on the field with a great offensive line mm-hmm. so I think that they just signed him in case in case in case in case shit gets real bad like with an injury or something and they have him but yeah. I think this is more Andy Reid who's always been a um, you know a depth heavy running back type of coach mm-hmm. as just having a security blanket in case shit gets bad, right? And I can see that because the play—they're obviously going to make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. anything can. Especially December, 
is coming up, and usually someone always goes down in December. Ah. So you never know. But as of right now, it's uh, not looking good for your boy, Le'Veon. He ain't my boy. Okay. <clears throat> you know who is my boy, though? Who's that? Mando. <laughs> I love the show. I, the Mandalorian is back. Uh, two episodes as of... No, three episodes now mm-hmm. um, will be out. There will be one out... Um, well, technically, when we drop this, it'll be... Yesterday, mm-hmm. so we yesterday. won't we won't talk about the third episode because you might not have watched it. Yet. Yes, we have not <laughs> gotten it, but it is it. Honestly, I, I would have rather have seen these in the movie theater and the trash fucking uh, ones with the chick and uh, the emo fucking Darth Vader <laughs> been on TV, and I could have just skipped it and not paid money for it. Yeah. I, it is so much better. It, than oh, hands down, those crap movies. Hands down. I, well, I think what makes it so good is that it's it's a TV series, so there's a lot more to explore. Whereas a yes. movie, you get you only get two hours to really tell a story. You're, I mean, there's eight episodes, so you have eight hours of telling backstories and really kind of diving deep into these characters. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it's great, and I think my favorite part of the show is that. It really, it, there's no Jedi's or anything. Like you're really kind of experiencing a different world of, of the Star Wars universe. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah, the Jedi's are there in the Republic, but they're they're more in the background kind of thing. You're really going like the underground of like of, of it's really unexplored area. Yeah, and you're not even getting a lot of like stormtroopers in it, or you know. Well, they're, they're any... well, that's because the the Empire is done at this point. But yeah, they're out but there. I, I mean, it's not. You're not getting the the how they fell apart and then they start building the uh, mm-hmm. the what's his name up. It, it's it, it's like almost the perfect time that they started doing this and put it together. Because mm-hmm. you have like that. You have that gapping thing between the two of them, and it's it's working perfectly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Um. I don't know if you heard the latest controversy with the show, but in the second episode, um, the Mandalorian's transporting this, like, frog lady. Yes. And she has... Did you think it was a frog? Yes. I thought it was more of, like, a lizard. No, it's a... They've said many times it was a... Like, he kept calling her frog lady, or... And she started running like a frog. like a... It just didn't look like a frog to me. It well, looked more like a uh, like a chameleon type of animal. Um, Not an amphibian, more of a reptile. I, I don't know. I mean, that's like saying like Chewie looks like a bear, but he's not really a bear. He's you know he's a he's a furry creature. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> like I'm bad tonight. Holy shit! What's Chewbacca? A Wookie. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. I'm. Really, it's been a long fucking week. Um. So anyway, the the controversy is, uh, he she had these eggs that she was transporting because she had to get it to her mate to fertilize them to because it's the yes. la- the last of like her her uh, lineage. And baby Yoda or whatever the child would keep eating them. 
So now all these people. Okay, I'll let you keep going. Okay, so now these people are like, that's disgusting. This is, you know, it's, it's why are they doing this? And they kind of answered back, the people who created it, and said, well, the eggs aren't fertilized, so there's no babies in them. That's the whole point of them transporting. They're, they're transporting to, to fertilize it. Um, but what people don't get is that these are fucking aliens. <laughs> these are just, they, they, they don't have, and it's a baby. They don't doesn't fucking know what the fuck it's doing. And not only that, and I'm going to get into a little bit of my conspiracy theory on this <laughs> as well, but the Mandalorian isn't, they're not held by like an, a good honor code, if you will. They're mercenaries. Yeah, they're, they're uh, hitmen, kind of. Yeah, they're, they're for hire. They're mercs. Yeah, thank you. They're mercs. How do you know that that this this and I'm saying a salamander and I'm going to show you why that's that's her yeah it's a frog Tom uh, hold on not a frog that's her alright yeah I'm looking and that's a salamander mm. they look a lot more alike than a frog and yeah she kind of so. like but probably I... jumped like that but, yeah, okay, but, it, again, it's Star Wars, because they don't really... Things don't look like they're supposed to. They kind of, like, combine shit. Yeah. But he kept calling her Frog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I got it. All right, thank you. Yep, that's yeah. a salamander. <laughs> okay. So how do we know that the, the salamander lady isn't, like, a evil group, and the child's actually doing something really good? Well, that's the thing you don't know. You don't know. But this leads me to my, my theory on it. And I believe the child is evil. That's been, um, that's out there. That there's a, there's a theory that. That's why the, the empire, the, you know, the republic, whatever you want to call it, wants it, don't know if it's boy or girl yet, so bad. Because maybe they see that, you know what, it's from a Jedi breed, you know, or a force sensitive breed. That we can manipulate into being evil. Well, that's that's why I think they want. I don't think they intended on killing it. I think they wanted to. Um, I think they wanted to manipulate it into becoming like the dark side. Because uh, yes, it's obviously, you know, it looks like Yoda, and Yoda's like I, I mean, I would assume is one of the most powerful Jedi's of all time. Mm-hmm. So they probably said, all right, well, this is that same kind of creature, so if we can get it on our side, we'd be unstoppable. Yeah. So maybe. That, that's where I'm going. I think that's that'd be a twist, be my, but, I, uh... but I'm going to tell you that, I think, if they, it, I think if that was originally intended, I think that's far gone. Because I think a lot of people would be pissed if that was, like, the end game. It'd be a hell of a twist. But, you know, I mean, the, the merchandising alone has been astronomical for this character. And I think that goes all out the window if they turn it bad. Because this baby, I mean, that character is going to be made of stu- made stuffed animals for years to come. Oh, absolutely. And, and if they turn it bad, that goes away. Well, not only that, but if if the child does go bad, you're gonna see it definitely being like they they probably had a 
a path for it, and you're going to see where it's going to be rushed writing, and it'll not be good. So you'll you'll have to see how it plays out because it's excellent right now, and all of a sudden, if there's like a you know a switch flipped where it gets bad, you're going to know that they that they fucked up and they rechanged how it was going to be. Well, they also have time to kind of. They, at the end of the last season, if they intended that, I'm sure that before last season even finished, or you know before the season season two started filming, I'm sure they kind of rewrote stuff, or they might not even even had anything written down in the first place. Um. So yeah. Yeah, well, they, look how bad those last three movies were. And well, that's just, because they kept rewriting it. And it just well, got that's worse that's because, and I've said this before, you had three different. Movies and three teams of writers for those movies. Three different yeah. teams of writers. Whereas the other ones, it was mostly Lucas. He was kind of like the, uh, called the Vince McMahon. Yeah, he was like the guy you came to, like, all right, well, here's what we have. And he kind of has the end say on everything. You know, he was the booker, yeah. if you will. Now you just kind of have Disney and they just let any shit go through as long as it's diverse. And it turned to shit. And those oh. movies were shit. I'll give The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens was pretty decent. But those other two movies were fucking terrible. terrible. They were fucking bad. And and, and it's... It really is just... Uh, it's disappointing that this... That saga ended like that because it made no fucking sense. You could tell they backtracked with that last movie... To include the Emperor because they had no strong villain in yeah, any of those nothing. movies. There was no strong presence to oppose the was the New Republic. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so and that's what makes movies. You want a good bad guy. You don't have a good bad guy. You have nothing. Yeah, yeah. It was. Just, it, uh... I could not tell you what those fucking movies are about. You, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I got the gist of it. Like, you know, raised, who's raised parents and all this other crap. But, like, what what was the storyline? It was the and redemption was, of what's-his-name. characters that were thrown in that were thrown in and then never talked about again. And, like, it, it was just a mess. It was. There, you could, there was no story. At least with, and everyone shits on the prequel trilogy. And looking, if you watch them now, they're not bad. But at least there was a fucking story. Like, you knew what the story was. Like, it's about um, Anakin Skywalker becoming Darth Vader and um, the Emperor rising to uh, to power. You had a story between all three of those movies because you had the same writer. And the same thing with the original trilogy. Yeah. There was a story between all of them. You knew what was going on. In this one, it felt like they were just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, and that's the... That second movie was just fucking atrocious. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it in the movies and I tried watching it again to give it another try, and I stopped halfway through because I couldn't I couldn't watch it anymore. It was boring and as I, fuck. I, I got yelled at because you know, of course you hated it. Yeah, because it was garbage. It was it was brutal. It was just bad. It was bad. Yeah. I like the Phantom no. Menace b- b- <laughs> better than those three movies. Oh, one hundred percent. I would rather get chased by a large feline mammal for like a mile in the woods with no one around me than to see those movies again. 
And I'm sure one guy could agree with you. Yes, he could have. <laughs> I know this story's a little bit old, but with the whole um, holiday season, as we like to call it, for Halloween, we didn't get to talk about this. But this video was amazing. And in a way, it almost made me feel that it wasn't real because of how long it went on. And just kind of the the reaction of the guy and essentially the reaction of the cougar. But this guy was um, walking along this trail. I believe it was, you know, probably in Oregon. So he was probably out in the woods smoking meth before it was legal. And he comes across, I guess, some cougar cubs. And the mother cougar, because that's what they are, mm -hmm. um, did not like him being there. Did not like a man's up in her business. And chased this guy... It was like a slow walk, but for almost what I would consider like probably a mile. I mean, this guy walked a long time. And the cougar would like pounce up and then fall back and keep going and, you know, snarl and this and that. It was, you know, and I, I just don't know why the guy didn't like grab a stick to defend himself. Like, he's holding the phone, like saying like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. But like, he took no defensive and maybe it's maybe it's a west coast thing because mm -hmm. you know they're a little uh you know funny over there uh i would have tried to have gotten some weapons at least because if this thing ever did try to attack you got your phone in your hand yeah i don't know it just seemed very weird that he he was so uh in my eyes calm about it now, did you watch the whole video? I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I do know what you're talking about. I, I mean, uh, maybe he knows something about cougars that we don't. <laughs> he knows how to tame them. I guess so. Are yeah, they that... I, I don't know. I just, uh, to me, I... Uh, do you, where did this, do you know where this took place? I'm, well, I'm assuming it's on the West Coast, because there's really none, I think, up by us here. And it definitely didn't look like it would have been like a uh, like a Florida Panther, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There aren't many mountain lions over in this no, back of the woods. No, there is not. Um, I don't know. Maybe he kind of just figured, all right, well, if I just kind of keep walking. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never really kind of, I don't know anything about cougars. Maybe he, uh, he know if he just kept walking, they wouldn't, they'd eventually give up. I don't know. I mean, we, we definitely did the opposite at the uh, cabin where we were we were telling the, the bear to come towards us. This guy was trying to get away from it. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're the idiots. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's definitely, that's definitely true. Well. Joe, you ever start, like, thinking of something and, like, the more you think about it, you're like, I've never maybe seen that and it's almost like a reflection type of thing once in a while once in a while i started thinking about this and i've been i've been writing them down for us to ponder on here and um me growing up i had a pool at my house uh you had a pool at your house I did. correct yep now i've never seen this and maybe other people have but i honestly cannot remember ever seeing this once in my life. We all know that bird, 
birds go in the bird baths and they will sit in the water. They may poop in the water. They may drink the water. Whatever they may do with the, you know, you always see a bird in a bird bath. It's a tiny little, you know, body of water, but they're always by there. They seem right. to enjoy it. The one thing I've never seen is a bird, like, go into our swimming pool or, like, poop in our swimming pool. I've never mm-hmm. been, like, swimming and there's a, a bird turd floating by me. Have you ever noticed this? Um, no, I haven't. And I, I just kind of looked it up, and I think maybe that's because they're heavy and they just drop to the bottom. Okay. But I don't recall ever seeing a, a bird <laughs> poop in a pool. I've seen birds poop around the pool. Yes. Um, I remember growing up, there was uh, many bird turds around the... We had an above-ground pool, so around the uh, perimeter. Yeah, you know, the, around the, the, the walking ledge. Yes, yeah. So I, w- I do remember seeing that. Um, but, I yeah, I, I never really... I never noticed it, but now, now that you brought it up, I... I can't say I ever have. At least not when I was in the pool. Yeah. I I mean, we always used to swim and, like, dive for, uh, you know, the, the, those weighted sticks and, you know, the rings and everything. Yeah. I've never seen a turd on the bottom of the the pool. And you ever see, like, a, uh, when you've been at the Bronx Zoo, like, a fish poop or a, uh, a turtle poop in the water? It kind of, like, almost looks like a runny egg. Yeah. I've never seen that in the pool. Like, it just... When I'm at work, these are the things that go through my mind. You have a lot of time. (laughs) I do have a ton of time at work. And this is what I think about. And I'm going to start thinking about things like this a little bit more and bring them up to you and see what you have to to say about it. But this was kind of like my, uh, if you will, my my egg of... (laughs) kind of getting this new little segment going because it's something that I think about and it just it uh it, it, it tickled my fancy to try to see if anyone else knew it <laughs> so if anyone out there has uh witnessed a a bird pooping in the pool please let us know and if you have anything that you maybe think of that could be a little like you know like almost doing the uh the king scratch your head type thing let us know <laughs> And we shall I've, got co- a few in, I've already got a few. Uh, I've got a few bullets in the in the, the the gun. So, but anything else we could ponder? Let us know. This is the first installment of Inside Tom's Mind. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> but now yeah now that you mentioned I'm gonna be thinking about this all night. I yeah. I can't. I've seen. I mean I know why birds poop on uh, a car once you wash it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I, yeah, I can't imagine why that wouldn't be the same for a pool because it's almost like that same. Like that reflection, like that shiny reflection. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, something to chew on. Not a turd, but a a nugget of information. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's interesting. We stay with our feathered friends for our dumbass of the week. <laughs> okay. And really, we're talking this, about <laughs> disturbed me. Disturbed you. That takes a lot to disturb you. So I'm curious what you have. This really disturbed me. Um, a British man, um, once we show you your picture, you're going to be like, he's not too British. But a, uh, a man living in Britain, if you will, and I'm going to attempt to pronounce his name. It's Rehan B. 
vague. He's, He's British. He looks to be of a uh, a Muslim descent. Um, you sent me the link. I'm looking at him. He. Uh... He looks like he's either French-Canadian or he's from the Middle East. Yes. <laughs> and the south end of French Canada. Hello, I am British. But he uh, he was, he's 37, and he was recently arrested um, for videotaping something. His penis? It was, well, yes, that was part of the video. Okay, oh boy. And... He was actually arrested for having sex with chickens and fucking the chickens so hard that he killed them. <laughs> what? What? Yes, he, 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 um... Could you say he book 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 then? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he definitely did. He pulled a Jefferson Darcy and he had sex with a chicken. <laughs> what? In what, the, in what the judge called a depraved, perverted, and despicable act beyond comprehension. Good Lord. Saying that it would make anyone sick to their stomach. First of all, I got I got a question. How the? F- I mean, he must have got them when they're sleeping because it's hard to. Ca- I mean, ask Rocky. It's hard to. It's hard to catch those things. Well, you know, he's gonna. Uh, Chew lightning and shit thunder or whatever it was. <laughs> Crap thunder. Right cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And how... I mean, he had to have a, a, a tiny pee-pee. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, this guy must have had a micro dick. I mean, he had to have. Well, because he was married. So, like, instead of fucking the chicken, fuck your wife. Well, what does his wife look like? <laughs> she was I mean... the one videotaping it. Oh, she was? Yeah, supposedly she was uh, doing it. And Are you kidding again, me? he was uh, he was sentenced to three years in prison after admitting to three counts of intentionally performing an, performing an act of penetration on a live chicken, as well as possession of extreme pornographic images, making indecent photographs of children, and oh. possessing ca- cocaine and cannabis. All right, well this this is starting to make a little more sense. He was obviously high on coke, um, but. You think, like, how do you... I see this as two ways. One, the wife dared him to do it, and he did it because he was just so fucking out of his mind on coke. Or the wife has some set, like, freaky sexual thing, like, I want to see you have sex with a a chicken. What's his name? Bahiba? (laughs) Big. 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 I want you to go to the hen house, and I want you to go have sex with that chicken. This sounds like something from Alabama. (laughs) Yes. Not merry old England. No. But apparently the wife pled guilty to uh, three aiding and abetting counts for filming her husband. She was sentenced to six months in prison, um, and she must go to rehabilitation. Um, the prosecutors called her a willing participant, um, but her defense team insisted that she was coerced by an abusive husband, which she has since left. I don't for buy a, that for a second. For a big old cock rooster I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. I think she was a willing participant. I think she... I can't say she forced him, but, you know, she kind of, like, thought it was a good idea. Well, either that or she was a late sleeper and did not want to get woken up in the morning by those (laughs) damn chickens. I guess so. Were they his chickens? That's what I'm wondering. 
And I'm assuming they were because the judge said that he is not allowed to um, own any any. He is banned for life from keeping any animals. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'll fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, goddamn. You know what he needs to do? He needs to be like Tracy Smothers and wrestle sex a bear and see how that works out for him. Yeah, this is that's fucking bizarre. That's really bizarre. Well, I mean, I, I, it is bizarre, but the judge said that the unspeakable, unspeakable cruelty to the animals he abused was for his own sexual gratification, and saying that the pain and suffering were horrific. I now, can't imagine that, that... For, for the chickens or for him when they probably took their talons and were fucking clawing at his balls. I was going to say that that can't be pleasurable. You know that for a fact they probably like tore the shit out of him. And he fucked him to death? He fucked him to death. Jesus. I mean, and it's like, a chicken. Like, how... Think about it. Like, the sun pisses off a chicken in the morning. Imagine it getting fucked by a big cock. Or a little cock. True. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, don't, I really, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm look. I'm look. I'm, I just keep looking at this guy. He just has a face of, like, what the fuck did I do? See, I think that th- what they well, should what the do is... Fuck? They should make this guy have to fucking have a pig farm. Why? Well, because he's Muslim, and it would just fucking... <laughs> he's British. Piss him off every day. Like, you know what? You have to go and fuck pigs now every day. <laughs> you become a pig fucker. Nuh-uh. Make him go fuck a horse. They'll fuck... <laughs> Watch what happens to him. They'll fuck him up. But yeah, I, I definitely think he would be the dumbass of the week. Well, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't be. I think his wife, I think his wife had something to do with this in terms of convincing him to do it. She probably nagged him until he fucking some of that good Oregon fucking ecstasy. I yeah. He's definitely in the wrong country. If he came to Alabama, they'd probably give him two weeks. No, he would just be like allowed on the farm. <laughs> yeah, just a very, very unusual story, and just a, when you look at his picture, and we'll definitely post it, he is a creepy man. Well, yeah, I mean, anyone who fucks chicken. <laughs> Do they call him the Colonel? <laughs> he says nickname in jail is going to be the well, Colonel. Well, looking good, I'll tell you that. He's call him the Colonel. <laughs> Did he eat the eggs? No, he... Like the child? He ain't the child. (laughs) Well, who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe after a good fuck, he he had some scrambled eggs. Yeah. All right, right, well... Oh, now you're you're taking your your daily stroll to the house. Yep. All right, well, if, um... Follow us on Twitter. (laughs) I don't even know how to segue this. Follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom, and we're also on a new platform. Tom? Parlor. Parlor. Which is, what is Parlor? Yes. 
We've actually been on Parlor for a while, but it has not taken off until this past week. So um, we've been on for almost a year now. How come we never promoted it? It was, it was, like I said, very small community, but now it is, now it is exploding. And what are we on Parlor? I like that, uh, that chicken that was fun. Yeah. What are we on Parlor? So, what's that? What are we on Parlor? What's our name on Parlor? It's at Bulls in the Ring. So it's, normally we are Bull in the Ring, this one is Bulls. With an S at the end. Plural. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Podcoin, Google Podcast, Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Please rate and review us to, to uh, get us out to the masses. Tom? Yes. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Hello. My wife is waving Joe. I see her. Hello. She will, she will not say a word. Is she watching The Bachelor? No, we were watching... Uh... We are watching Impractical Jokers while she is. Oh, good show. All right, well, I'll let you go watch the Impractical Jokers. Until next time, I am Joe. And I am Tom. And we'll see you next week right here on Bulls in the Ring. On Chicken Fuckers. Bye. your necks all over the shed. Boom, shot, kaboom, chop, chop, bang. I'm too good and it ain't no thing. Show so who's going chicken hunt?